0: Welcome back to the Photo Banter Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gagne, and on today's podcast, I speak with photographer David J1O. David is a photographer based in Seattle, Washington. Uh, much of his work revolves around sports, um, a lot of work within the running community. Um, I was lucky enough to meet David uh, a couple of years ago covering the, the uh, Boston Marathon for Runners World, uh, where we both were shooting it. Um, really amazing photographer. I uh, was really excited to get a chance to speak with him. Um, he's just a really motivated photographer. He's always shooting um, really interesting projects. In this interview, I kind of talked to him about one project he did called Combatants, um, where he kind of documented various uh, uh, female fighters and um, different combat sports, uh, just covering uh, women and boxing and MMA. And a really interesting project. Um, so definitely excited to talk to him. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy it. And thanks so much for listening. All right. Well, David J1O, welcome to the podcast, man. Long time coming. Hyped to have you on. Um, how's it going, man?
1: I'm good. Thanks for having me. I mean, yes, it's a long time coming. Um, I think we've been talking about this for quite a while, so it's really glad to be here. Yeah, yeah thank man. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, a couple of years ago, I met you first when you came out to Boston to shoot the Boston Marathon, which was uh, hands down one of the cra- craziest <laughs> shoots. We'll get into that with the pouring rain marathon, but wild time. Yeah. Uh, um, but I guess to start off, I was kind of curious, like what you've been working on lately.
1: Um. So what I've been working on... Um, the greater part of it this year was I got to um, shoot uh, for the the Rain FC, which is uh, uh, the National Women's Soccer League team based in uh, Seattle slash Tacoma. Mm-hmm. Um, I had access to um, shoot their um, games, the home games. So that's something that I've been working uh, on last, like you know, good part of the you know four, five, six months um their um regular season just wrapped so you know i'm kind of like wrapped with their season but Mm. that was a really great um kind of developing that as uh you know my personal project as well which is you know something that i've been wanting to do quite a while um the you know coverage covering uh you know uh women's soccer and this culture especially in america i think you know especially coming off their world cup victory um the attention that they have you know gathered even bigger now but i think uh at a professional level there still needs to be more coverage and more um there more attention to be paid uh you know and and so i was really glad to be part of the you know be be one of the photographers that covered uh, you know women's professional soccer league. So yeah, that was really fun to do.
0: That's cool. So so that was something you were kind of working for the team, or was that more this kind of a thing you were kind of shooting for yourself, or how'd that kind of all come together?
1: Um, it wasn't more for myself. Um, I was really lucky to have a uh, uh, you know access um to uh for the you know to the team and um and so, you know, it was something that I wanted to work on it by my, you know, for myself and, you know, just kind of work itself out. Um, I had, a, you know, access to, um, you know, to games and, you know, sometimes kind the of practice facility thanks to the publication that helped me out, uh, you know, gather, you know, get that, uh, get that, you know, access. So, yeah.
0: Mm. oh that's that's cool so you kind of like partner with a publication to help you kind of get credentials pretty much or how does that process work yeah
1: that, that that's what happened i mean i remember just uh kind of cold emailing you know a bunch of different you know publication hoping that would you know buy my idea on you know hey like this is what i want to do hope you can help me with it um and whenever you need a uh, you know like content i can happily you know provide that to you mm. that whole thing mm. and then you know out of you know, hundred people that I emailed, like one of them, you know, took a bite and, you know, here I was and, you know, shooting games, you know, week in and week out. So that was cool.
0: Oh, that's awesome, man. Had you shot a lot of soccer previous to that or is it kind of a new thing for you?
1: I mean, other than being a fan of the sports for many, many years, this is the first time actually I shot soccer. Um, So like, you know, even though I understood the flow of the game and the complexity of the game, it's different. It's completely different when you are on the pitch, actually shooting a game for 90 minutes.
2: Mm.
1: You know, there are, yeah. I mean, you know, I I realized um, taking the photos of a goal is much harder than you would ever imagine. Yeah. Because you really have to predict, like, what's going to happen in the box. So <laughs> that, was, that was more difficult than I thought. But, you know, I think that once you get the flow of it, you know, it kind of, you just kind of have, you know, let it happen. You know, you just kind of have to let it happen. And then you just have to do your best to, you know, take the shot as it happens. Cause you can't really control anything, nah. you know, whether it's a weather or light or, you know, and um, the, the, the stadium they were playing at was this uh, AAA, uh baseball team stadium in Tacoma which is uh, uh, like 30 minutes outside of the Seattle. Hmm. And, you know, you don't get the best light, like stadium light at the AAA, you know, stadium. So the night game is always tough. Okay, so you got to figure something out to, you know, get the shot that you need it.
0: Yeah. So, yes. yeah. Soccer this seems I never really shot it, but it seems really tough to shoot because the field is so large and they're constantly running the entire game so did you come, yeah. would you just kind of pick a couple of spots and kind of camp out there for a while and just try to hopefully get something, or how did you kind of approach it?
1: yeah, I mean you know so I think the higher level of a competition so like talking about you know you know World Cup or you know english premier league or like any other european league like you would see just just a row of cameras behind the goal and you know photographers will just trigger that thing you know when you know when the goal is happening but that necessarily wasn't the case with my you know with my situation um you know the women's professional league barely gets the tv coverage and you know you're limited to you know what you can bring you know what you can do you Mm -hmm. know you know, with the with the field sizes and everything but so yeah you camp out for a couple minutes and one spot then move along and then go you know and but once once the season rolls in then you get you get familiar with the pitch you 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 know how to work yourself a your way around you just hope that while you're you know moving one spot to another the goal doesn't happen <laughs> I yeah think, for sure. <laughs> you know, if you, if you if you, if that's what you want to get, if that's the prime shot that you want to get, you know, like you don't want to see you don't want to miss out, you mm-hmm. know, when when you're moving from one spot to another. But, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, for 90 minutes long, like you know, players are just constantly moving. Mm-hmm. Um field field is big, but you know, given the fact that it is a uh, it is a triple a baseball field to start with yep. it wasn't it didn't feel so big yep. as you know as opposed to like regular soccer stadium or regular like a football field which could mm-hmm. be huge
0: yeah, at times for sure so yeah no nah, that's awesome man yeah it was really great work mm-hmm. um i guess to go back i was kind of curious like where you grew up and like how you kind of got into photography initially
1: yeah, um so I was originally from um South Korea. Uh my family moved to America about 20 21 22 years ago, so I'm a first generation immigrant. Wow. Um I um I was really into like visual things early on. You know, whether it is to watching, you know, music videos or playing video games or um, you know, watching um you know w- remember one of those like uh nba videos like you know you know, like this like a 40 minute like a uh, videotape that yeah like, highlighted, like, yeah
0: it was like i have a bunch of like michael jordan like larry bird and yeah stuff like grand
1: hill and patrick <laughs> Ewing and all of that like i was obsessed with those things and <laughs> and, and 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 you know collecting like baseball cards and like uh, you know basketball cards i think early on like that was that was the thing those were the thing that I was really you know that really attracted me Mm. and I remember you know like long time ago when I was I was probably still in high school uh I vaguely wanted to become a music video director Mm. you know (laughs) and um I I I was reading this interview um uh with uh, one of the music video directors that was really popular at the time and um you know he said something about like, you know, get into photography first, you know I mean? Like understand like how the camera works, understand how the light like, composition works, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So, you know, I thought, Oh, okay. Okay. I want to like, so I'm going to take a photography, become a DOP. And I'm going to become a music video director before I hit 25. Yeah. I mean, you know,
2: <laughs> some, some
1: wild dream, <laughs> but that didn't happen. Um, but I kept on it. Um, and, um, I, um, I studied photography in college. Mm. Uh, I went to uh, University of Washington.
2: Yeah,
1: you know, small college in Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I went to I went to University of Washington. I graduated uh, uh, in a fine art background. Mm. So that's that's my background, and um, you know, just uh, I was a darkroom kid when I was in school. Just being in the darkroom, like you know, literally 24-7, you know, making silver gelatin prints. And now I'm just shooting completely digital, which sometimes feels kind of foreign, you know, looking back. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I think change is inevitable, I guess. So...
0: yeah um what kind of what kind of what what kind of stuff were you shooting when you first kind of picked up a camera what kind of interested you you, because like looking at your work now it's a lot of uh sports-based stuff um but i guess when you first initially got into it what what kind of stuff were you photographing
1: i think it was just a you know like street photography i mean you know a lot of the photographers that i was into at the time was still now were you know street photographers like Daido moriyama and you know, Gary Winogrand, you know, people like them, you know, that really interested me. And um, I wanted to do what they were doing, you know, someone like William Klein. Like, I wanted to do, I wanted to make photographs that's just out on the street, out on the street, just really visceral, powerful, you know, um, you know, and, and, and I just wanted to emulate, like, what they were doing. Mm. and so it was just me with 35 millimeter camera and bunch of rolls of film and just going around the street and just shoot bunch of stuff you know you, you know whether through the viewfinder or from the hip didn't matter just mm. you know wanting to just go like shoot bunch come back you know come back to the dark room and print them bunch, you know print bunch of them out and go back and do it again so yeah
0: that's interesting and when you're in like college studying photography like did you kind of have a goal in mind for the type of work you wanted to do because looking at your work now it's a mix of like editorials some commercial stuff it looks like um what do you remember about in school like what kind of stuff were you working on or what was kind of the goal you think
1: i you know I never thought that I was going to be a full-time photographer that I am right now. I think photo was going to be like one of the arsenal that I might have because I really wanted to just go into commercial, like, you know, meaning just like work for the commercial agency, you know, not as a photographer, but just working at the commercial agency, but that didn't work out. And I, you know, come to realize that like photography is something that I really love to do. There's something about Um, you know just act of taking photos that I found it really not only pleasing but you know just really satisfying and 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 and, you know once I figured that out you know that's when I really wanted to just do you know photography just full on and but yeah when I was in school I never thought I was going to become you know, never thought I was going to be in the place that I am right now. I thought I was just going to go to, you know, commercial or just start from like, you know, PA and maybe just, you know, work my way up. But yeah, I mean, that's, that was my mindset when I was in school. Come mm. think about it.
0: What, what kind of work when you're in school, was it, you were mostly still doing the street photography stuff or what, what kind of work were you? Were you yeah.
1: Doing? I mean, the way the way the curriculum is set up, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it, it, it allows you to explore a lot of different stuff. Um, you know, like there's a one quarter, I would take a installation, you know, I have to do an installation class. There's another quarter, you know, like you have to do a video-based class and things like that. But my base always has been street photography and black and white you know, black and white, um, you know, silver gelatin, you know, the analog, you know, web process photography, you know, that's something that I still love to do, you know, yeah. whenever I find myself time for it. Yeah. But yeah, like, you know, but within the realm of photography, the curriculum and the major kind of allows you to do, you know, different stuff. I mean, there there were kids who would just go completely off the grid and like, take on like a you know pottery class or like a you know glass blowing class or like a printmaking classes and stuff like that wow. i wasn't as ambitious as some of those kids yeah. but you know for me i wanted to really good at one thing rather than trying a bunch of things yeah <laughs> that yeah. was sort of what <laughs> i wanted to do it, so yeah
0: and now that's smart man and I guess, like, uh, like, do you feel like going to photo school is, like, beneficial to, like, um what you're doing now? Because um, I know even myself, I went to photo school, and I kind of, like, I'm like, should I spend all that money? I'm like, <laughs> 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 looking at it now. But what do you think? Right. Like, You feel like it was a useful uh, use of your time and money, I guess?
1: Well, I guess, I mean, this is what I'll also tell people who are thinking about going to photo school that's similar to what I went to. If you are thinking of, like, learning techniques, if you're thinking about how to set up a light, don't. Mm. Don't go. Save your money somewhere else. Go watch YouTube. Yeah. Like, find, a, you know, some hotshot photographer in your town. Yeah. Ask, ask him or her if you can, you know, assist for them. You know what I mean? Hopefully that person pays you. But, you know, like, yeah. do that. Yeah. But I, I think what I learned from... My time in school was to have an endurance to, you know, get it going with my personal project, Mm -hmm. and to be able to, um, you know, hone in to talk about or build your context with the with the with the project that you are, you know, passionate about. I think that's really important Mm -hmm. because, you know, no matter how long you're in this field, you will burn out. Yeah. At, at some point or another, you will burn out. You mm. know what I mean? Like, you know, um, I mean, people, people, you know, no matter what level of photographer that you are, you know, you're, if you're here long enough, you're going to feel like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Yeah. You know, is this, is this even, does this even matter? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and yeah, like, and, and I think that me being, me coming from the photo school background kind of helped me um, walk through that whenever I went through, you know, a little bit of a, little bit of a burnout, like, okay, like these are the things that hasn't really picked up any momentum, but I'm doing this personal project for some conviction that I had, but why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Why does it matter?
2: Yeah. Why
1: but- do I want to do this? What works? What doesn't work? I think those types of like the, problem solving skill is something that really taught me while I was in school because that those, you know, three, four hours of those boring crits that I sat down, you know, the professors, that's what they asked you. That's what your peers ask you. So what did you do? So what, mm. what, you know, why do we have to care about this? yeah And you have to come up with an answer. You know what I mean? And I think that, you know, me, Even now, I think, you know, especially now that that feels much more important than some technique that I should have thought that I, you know, that I thought I should have acquired when I was in school. You know what I mean? Because I think techniques always advance, you know, the peers are always advancing, you know, you know, if you're I mean, in my in my humble opinion, if you if you cater to that, it's never going to end. Yeah. I you know you're you're always just chasing after whatever that's hot
2: mm-hmm. and
1: whatever that's new and you know if you do that you're never going to have a chance to you know find your own voice and build your own voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and 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 I think you know you know what whether you do a fine art work or commercial work although I feel like the line is getting blurry more and more nowadays. Yeah. Um you know, you, you, I mean, you know, this, you, you talk to a bunch of editors, you know, but, and they always tell you that, you know, 10 out of 10, like they want to see your work that resonates your personality and your style, Mm -hmm. you know, than somebody who, you know, does, you know, so-and-so work, you know, somebody who does, you know, other people's work, you know, you know, and, and so on, you know what I mean? So I think, me being a you know me coming from you know photo school that that's one thing that taught me you know and that 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 really benefits me still to this day you know to to be able to you know Help me to find a, find my own voice and just kind of work with it. You know what what you know whatever the circumstance is. So yeah,
0: yeah, man. You 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 made a good point of like like you said. No matter how long you've been doing this, everyone loves it. But there is times of like burnout, and it's like the I I have that same like conversation with myself all the time, especially in those times where like, especially when you you're trying to make a living from this, and there's times where it's really tough, and it's like why am I doing this? You know what I mean? It's like, uh, how do you kind of battle those times where it's like, uh, if there's like creative lulls, like maybe you're not working on a creative project, maybe their month is slow. Um, Cause as you know, this, this career, it's no straight path. It's just a constant up and down, up and down. It, it, how do right. you, how do you kind of deal with those ups and downs? Is this something that like, you're this kind of comfortable with at this point, just kind of dealing with the constant like flow of how this kind of career works, you think?
1: uh rule number 1 turn off the phone i think
0: that...
1: <laughs> <laughs> no but uh i don't i mean i don't think you're ever comfortable mm-hmm. you know what i mean i i, I mean yeah you don't you don't you're not ever like comfortable comfortable yep. you know i mean that's just how i look at it yep. um i like to be you know, somewhat alert and somewhat tense, not too much, <laughs> just enough to get you going. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and 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 you have to find a balance within that. But you know, I think for me, one thing that really helped helped me out, and you know, and I I am blessed to you know have a group of people who can you know talk you know talk to me about these things and you know I think one thing that really helped me get through it which I still do from time to time is to just kind of ask other photographers like hey like so this is like thing that I'm going to right going through right now like how do you battle it or do you also like you know, being in a situation that, that I'm into right now. Like I'm in the rut, like I don't know what to do. Like my checks ain't coming, you know, like my work ain't you know, picking up, like, you know yep. what I mean? Like I'm I'm sending like all these, you know, emails and no nobody's you know emailing me back. Like yep. is this only me or is this everybody else? Yep. And you know what? If we ask like ten photographers,
0: it's everybody ten
1: out of ten, they will tell you, you're not alone, buddy. Yeah. Like you're in the same room as just we are and, and this goes out to not just not just, you know, up and coming photographer. Like people you will think that they have made it. Yeah. They will tell you the same thing. Like, oh
2: hell yeah. Yeah
1: man. My checks are dried up right now for like last like three months. And there's a the, like <laughs> payment that needs to be coming in like three months ago. I'm still ain't like still ain't give you know, still ain't having it. So like Yeah man. It's it's with everybody and you know, sometimes that kinda you know, lets me think you know, have me thinking about whole other thing, like, you know, but you know that's more to do with the like labor issues and every you know it, you know yeah. things like that. But like I think you know having a great group of people that you, that you can turn to, I think that's really important. And also, you know when when you get when you get burnt out, I think that it's really necessary to look beyond what you do. Yeah. I think that one of the best advice that I have gotten so far in my career. Like what you do doesn't define you. Mm. You know what I mean? You're, I mean, you you are a photographer, and you call yourself a photographer, and and you're proud to do that. But it doesn't have to. Like that doesn't def, that doesn't need to define everything about you. You know what I mean? You can, you know, just because you don't you don't you, you don't have an assignment for like next month and a half, yeah. That does not, you know that does not make you a lesser photographer than someone next to you. Mm. You're still who like. You are still who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? So go do something else. Like, you know, either you go for a hike or, you know, go for a run or, you know, do your personal project that will take you for how many, how many, how many years? I don't know, but mm. you know, do that. You know what I mean? Like, I think that the important thing is, keep it moving, but moving in your own pace and try to find that, you know, that's really critical. And sometimes that's really hard, but everybody needs to do that.
0: Yeah, I think it's like... I think it's good to have varied varied interests and like just try new things and because I think uh, for me like that's half the thing about being a photographer it's it's being curious about the world and a lot of times this if you just kind of get out there and try different things whatever it may be that could be your next your next photo your next photo project or something like that you know what I mean
1: exactly and I mean that's sort of how I landed with some of my you know some of the things that I have been, you know, shooting, you know, whether it's for myself or the, or editorial, you know what I mean? Like Mm. the running, you know, comes to mind where I wasn't, I, I I was never a runner. Like Mm. I was, I only started running in my like mid twenties, not, not to give away how old am I right now, (laughs) but, (laughs) but, you know, and that, and I started like kind of, documenting you know some of the like uh, you know urban running crew like running crews around the city yeah and that slowly but surely became not only kind of focal point of my work but that eventually got me you know into a spread and runner's world and then you know and then you know next thing i know i'm like shooting boston marathon for them and like you know things like that so mm-hmm you never know, you know what I mean? I think that, you know, have, you know, you never want to put a, you know, all your ag- eggs in one basket, you know what I
0: mean? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, one thing I've always kind of enjoyed, like, like like, I've been following your Instagram for years now, and you're not afraid to kind of, like, voice your opinion on there and stuff. And the one thing that you still have on there, it's like a, it's a post from, like, earlier this year, I think, and you're talking about, how you you get a lot of requests from like I think like fitness people looking for like photos for yeah. f- for free or in exchange for mm-hmm. this like photo credit and I I really enjoy that because right. it, it's just kind of like you're just kind of openly talking about the struggles and things that people always deal with like uh, how do you kind of deal with those situations and uh, things like yeah. like that because it sounds like it with the fitness stuff it's pretty common I guess
1: I think it's common with yeah. Not, I mean, I think it's common with fitness stuff because I'm in that world. True, I'm, true. I'm invested in the world so yeah. much more than the other places. But yeah. I think it's common with a lot of creatives, not just photographers, but like you yeah. talk to web designers or the writers, and yeah. like, you know, they always, I think that, you know, it, it's, it also goes back to like this perception of what we think of as a labor. Yeah, I think that people don't think of creative works as a labor,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, and, 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 and some people does do this for a hobby, but there are still a lot of people who do this for everyday living. Yep. And, you know, when I make posts about, you know, how, you know, I need to get paid where people need to get, you know, get their credit, you know, get their credits due or get their, you know, get their paid. Like, I'm coming from very vulnerable places, but also at the same time, I know that I'm not alone.
2: Mm-hmm. There
1: are, you know, people out there who is really struggling to get like just a couple hundred dollars or, you know, you know, for a shoot, yeah. you know what I mean? And like, you know, they think that that's going to make or break their career, which it won't. But at the same time, you need that money. Hell you yeah. know what I mean? And and yeah and 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 sometimes you know they may not get that money but i am trying to let people know even with small batch of my followers let them know that like hey you can ask for stuff that you deserve because Mm -hmm. you are putting in the work and like this is your labor yeah you know what i mean Like, people always say, you know, the labor of love. I'm like, yeah, I love what I'm doing. This is a labor of love. But, you know, you also need to nurture that love. And to do that is to, I don't know, pay for the rent, pay for the food, pay for the coffee, pay for the, (laughs) you know, things that I, you know, like, you need to nurture the love. And, you know, how to do that is to, you know, be that love. You know what I mean? And there's, you know, only so much way to do so.
0: Yeah, no, man, I really respect it because I think it's good to just kind of have that open, like, conversation with people because then it's just, like, uh, it's this people kind of can learn from it, you know? It's just, like, all you have to do, I think, like, early on when I started getting into this because, like, when you, I'm sure you know, like, you, when you first start, you're this hungry to get that first assignment. So you don't really – Oh, yeah. You're just like, all right, whatever, whatever you say, uh, I'll, I'll take it. But then I think the the, the, the more confidence (laughs) you build, you realize is that you actually do have power because they're coming to you for your skills and your knowledge. Mm -hmm. And obviously, a lot of times, um, maybe there isn't more money. But then there are definitely a lot of situations where if you just ask for a little bit more, they do have more because they want to work with you, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you only know so much. I I mean, I'm still learning about the business. I'm still learning about just the photography as a whole you know what i mean like as i go i think you know you also you always have to have a room to grow you always have the room to learn like there's something there's always thing that i didn't even know last month that i just got to know like this month that's that's given yeah you know and 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 you know when you're starting out or or even just a couple of years in the game and you think oh like this magazine wants to like reach out to you and 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 want to you know wants to use your photo for, you know x amount of dollars yep. like, and and yep. you and you at the receiving end you know getting the email thinking oh this is gonna launch my career like <laughs> this is it like yo this is it yeah. <laughs> but like no and and so you just like okay like okay fifty dollars for the photo I'll take it and yeah. then you know you see like gallery of people behind you just like putting their hands over their head like oh my god
0: david what did you just do <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah man it's it's it's, it's a battle.
1: everyone has that moment like everyone has that moment and and you learn and you learn but you know now i'm at a point where like like how many learning like how many of the learning process do we need to allow to ourselves as a photographer yeah you know what i mean like i think that we should be better with you know better like policing ourselves and better you know like kind of you know passing down knowledge to one another i think social media is really great for it because you know you may not met a person in person but you still get to know that person just like you and i Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and like i think and and then you can kind of trade off you know tips and you know or just you know no pun intended just banters you <laughs> know
0: back and forth that's right <laughs> so
1: yeah. yeah
0: yeah 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 man i think for me it's just like uh it, all you have to do is ask the question that's it like whatever the question might be exactly just, just ask it you might not get the answer you want but at least you asked it and you put your cards on the table and that's that's the thing uh-huh. I, that's that's kind of my motto i guess you know uh,
1: yeah
0: um but i guess like and
1: my interaction was- yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, but my interaction with other photographers, you know what I mean? Like, they're genuinely nice. They're generally nice.
2: Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Like, you know, they're just really shy. Yeah. They're really shy, and sometimes like we could be antisocial, but we're nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, So man. like, you can ask, you know, and and like, if you if you if you ran into like you know one of the mean ones, I'm, um, I i do not know if there's that you know there's one exists, but. You probably didn't want to you know you probably didn't want to work with them in the first place so that's okay
0: yeah definitely for sure um i yeah. guess like once you kind of got out of school um what was kind of your first step like did you go straight into like shooting like editorial and stuff or what was kind of your step did you get into assisting or what was kind of your first step into i guess the photo world um i guess
1: i tried everything i think you know i mean i tried everything hoping one thing would stick and none of them stick yeah um so like i did all assisting here you know i like pa'd at the set here and there Mm -hmm. you know and then i you know had like odd jobs i always had like you know i always had at least like one or two extra jobs you know from you know other than just shooting you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i think um and then you know you shoot weddings, which I still do from time to time now. Oh yeah. Um, Oh yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I love shooting weddings. Good so, money. I mean, that's something, oh, it's not only a good money. I mean, for me, like I think personality wise, I think it, it really kind of suits me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know, I like to, I like to see people having good time and I like to see people being in their happy moments and being able to like capture that is to me is, is, it, you know, it's a it's a great honor. So I like to do that. But, yeah, I mean, so just try to just keep myself afloat in a sort of like commercial slash photo world, you mm-hmm. know, like doing a lab monitor here and there, like just to, anything that can get my hands on. Mm-hmm. um Just try to be like stay relevant, you know, in my own term. And then really, like, I think, you know, I did that for. I want to say several years, like you know, four or five years. Yeah. And you know, and I think you know, my really big break came about, big break, quote unquote. Um, you know, when the Runners World reached out to me and said, "Hey, like, we want to, you know, we want to, you know, feature you and then like work with you." And then, so yeah, like you know, I mean, even then, like it's a, it's still a very slow process, you know. So, but yeah, that's how it worked out.
0: That's cool. So were you kind of, like, with, like, Runner's World and things like that? Were you, like, actively, like, marketing yourself to these magazines? Like, were you sending out promos? Like, were you showing your portfolio? Or how did those kind of opportunities kind of happen for you, I guess?
1: I, you know, I I, I cold email a -hmm. lot of people. Um, And um, the way that Runner's World came about was really, really funny, too. Because so what happened was... um, the not the current editor the uh editor before um amy wolf uh her and i uh michelle her and i we used to know uh, we you know we we knew each other a little bit and then she moved on from winner's world and i like you know emailed her and said hey um like can you just take a look at my portfolio Mm. and she didn't get back to me for about a year wow (laughs) and and you know and, and and you know there was this, like it was just a wall for about a year and then she said oh i'm really sorry i just saw this and then like i'm gonna like just forward you know your work to the current you know editor who is now amy wolf you know and and that's really how it came about so like you know there's there's no like right trajectory on how things happen like you never know like
2: yep. how
1: things work out like you know, you don't even know sometimes that like, you send something to, you know, this one place and then, you know, six months, eight months, or two years later, they get back to you. Like, what?
0: Like, what did I do? <laughs> yeah. it's You're Like, huh? It's, yeah. What did I do? It, it's a wild ride. Yeah.
1: Um, it is a wild ride. So that's really how it happens So, you know, like, but I mean, me, you know, being in Seattle, you know, I don't, you know, I don't live in like big, you know, photo places such as LA or New York. So, you know, like I would send out promos every once in a while, I will send out, you know, kind of cold email, you know, like I will find, like, I will go to bookstore and like, you know, take a, take a note of like all the magazines, like masthead, you Mm. know what I mean? Like who's a photo editor on on this person? And then like, let let me try to like email them, you know what I mean? And then, you know, hopefully it sticks. Yeah. And sometimes it does, and most of the time it doesn't. But you just gotta keep at it.
0: Yeah, man, it's uh, you gotta knock on a lot of doors for a, a long time. Um, yeah. What like what about the running stuff? Like I know you talked about it briefly. Like you weren't a runner growing up or anything like that. Like what about shooting running? Kind of like piqued your interest. Was it like when you first kind of was there like a light bulb that went off? Because like looking at your work, it's
2: a lot. Yeah. Of, it's
0: a lot of what, what you do. Like w- what is it about the running and like running culture you think you like so much?
1: Um, so I think it goes back like almost ten years ago. So Nike did this really great promo with, um, with uh, this uh, group of runners called Bridge Runners. They're a running crew based in New York City. And um, they did this beautiful black and white video of these uh, runners from Bridge Runners running from All Barrow, like starting from the All Barrow on New Year's Eve and meeting, like all of them meeting at the Times Square for the New Year's Eve, like the ball drop. Mm. And I thought, like, this was really beautiful. Like, this is something that I really wanted to do. Like, this kind of, like, takes back to, like, same aesthetics of, like, nineties hip-hop video, which I'm, you know, always, always will be obsessed with. Like, yeah. and, and, and just, like, okay, this is what I want to do. Like, this, like, that was one thing that really kind of gave a fuel back again to photography. You know what I mean? Like, I think... I ran into that video like right around the time I was kind of getting burned out with like my first of many burnouts that I would have in photography and like, okay, like this is what I want to do. I want to do this. I'm going to fly out to New York. I want to see like a couple of people who like is invested in running and like, I'm going to like, maybe just like create this like small series about like urban running culture in New York Mm. for like a couple of days. I'll be there, you know? And then, You know, once you're into it, you know, I don't know about other photographers, but I just kind of become obsessed with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I want to like, if I got a one shot right, I want to get like two more shots right the next time I'm in, you know, like, so like it just kind of like built from there. And I think there was something about not just the not just the running, but how they cultivate, you know, cultivate their culture in it, like in the city, you know, like New York City you know or, or or any other big city for that matter is such a, a you know big place for transplants but you know how they kind of become you know one group of people and then and then a community through this one common interest they like mm-hmm. you know it ha- and 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 i find that to be really enduring and really interesting mm-hmm. so you know it's I think the running is the base, but I think the community that people built with running, that's the one thing that I really wanted to photograph. Yeah, and, and I grew after that. And I think, you know, a lot of times when I do sports photography, I always try to look for context. You know, I mean, it's hard to find the context beyond, you know, the game itself because simply the fact that there are just so many sports
0: yeah there's
1: there's just so many sports especially in america it's just you know you have a four big you know league and Mm -hmm. you know the game's going on constantly you know there's always like brazilian teams playing you know every night so it's hard to you know kind of get our context beyond the game but for me i always like to find okay like what can i make out of this like if i shot a season if i shot a game or two from photo you know number one to ten that i like like yep. how can i thread this all together and make it into a content you know like
0: present it it's like present a, it with a content it's like a story
1: yeah like a story like a like a like a like a documentary project or some sort
0: yeah no, yeah yeah that's cool and like when you're like uh working as like an editorial and commercial photographer. Do you feel like, mm-hmm. do you feel like you needed to make a niche for yourself or is it more just you kind of shoot what you want, put it out there? Is there like any pressure to like try to create work to, that's going to attract clients or like how do you kind of view that aspect of like art and commerce, I guess?
1: Um, I mean, for me, I'm lucky to have to work with, you know, editors that knows my style, mm-hmm. that knows... My approach to photography. So you know whether I work with you know local like alumni association you know magazine or you know your bicycling magazine or the runners world. They know what to expect from me. You know what I mean? Like they know that I've been you know I'm I'm interested in shooting a certain story, than you know just a one action shot. Mm -hmm. I mean I can do both. Yeah, but you know i'm lucky enough to work with editors who understand, you know my approach to photography and kind of you know invest their trust in me to deliver that such images yeah so i mean to answer to that question you know i i don't know if i can give you know you a clear-cut answer but mm. it really depends i it really depends on you know how you like to present yourself as yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i think if you are good at what you are you know what you're doing you know you know in in certain areas of photography keep doing that and like present that you know to people that you think is you know you think you know you know they will serve you the best Mm -hmm. and people will pick up you know what i mean and and whatever whatever else that you're good at that could be your extra you know that could be your extra you know weapon that you can you know extra you know trick that you can pull you know pull out of your sleeves yeah you know what i mean like you know it's 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 good to be diverse but also at the same time like you need to have your identity as a this person that like okay like here's me i'm good at this you know this is this is what I am really good at. Yeah. But also, I can do you know B, C, and D, and you know whatever.
0: Mm. No, that makes sense. And you know, one thing I was kind of curious about, I was like on your website and reading your bio, and it it you it, you wrote, I think it says you're focused on subjects of culture and gender, uh, in sports. Like, yeah. What uh, maybe you could explain that? What what kind of interest? Yeah. In that, you know.
1: Oh, I'd love to. Um. So again like i mean you know when uh, when i decided that i w- you know i wanted to become a i wanted to shoot sports uh mostly like i do right now, you know obviously you want to shoot like Tom Brady's and Lebron James of the world like right away yeah. but the reality of it is that's not happening yeah. right takes <laughs> that's not gonna happen you're not gonna, you're not gonna put on a game seven of NBA final <laughs> like you know, right off the bat. Like, no, yeah. like there's a level to this, right? Yeah. So I have to figure out, okay, like, what do I want to, like, what do I want to show for? Like, you still need to show people that, like, you can shoot sports.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How are you going to do it? And again, I think my fine art background kind of kicked in to the gear at that point. Is like, all right, let's find something that people aren't, you know, people aren't used to that might be worthy enough to, you know, looking at. Mm-hmm. So like one of my early um, projects that I did for myself was I, um, I followed um, this um, LGBTQ running group in Seattle for about six months.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I would just show up to their run and like take a photos of their running Take, you know, if I if I if I have a time, I would like pull some of them aside and do a little simple portraits. Yep. And then one of my, you know, bigger personal project that is still ongoing is you know called Combatants, which is like portrait series of portraits of you know women in combat sports. Yeah. Mostly boxing and MMA. And that's something that I, you know. Again, it's, it was coming from my personal interest. I, you know, I boxed like recreationally in and out, you know, in and out of the boxing gym for mm. most of my twenties. And like, I've always looked at like, you know, these fighters, and every gym that I go to, there's always this one or two women in the gym, yeah, like in 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 their fight team. And I always wonder, like, why are they? they are like what what like they will never get a fight even even if they do get a fight they always fight the same person over and over again because there's not enough talent pool and i'm i was always thinking like why are they doing that mm-hmm. and once i you know had a time and better understanding of like what they you know what they go through as an athlete and as as a as a as a complete minority to the to the place that is you know pretty masculine and male dominant, I just, you know, went ahead and say, you know what? This is something that I wanna do. I wanna focus on them. I wanna highlight them and and let's make a series out of it. And, you know, I still when I have a time I still like to go to a boxing gym or MMA gym and, you know, find, you know, a couple of the fighters who are willing were willing to work with me and, you know, still kind of create that work. And that to me um thus far has been one of my success more successful personal project of mine like i've done a couple shows at our galleries with that Mm. got a couple of grants out of it and i think you know even even some of the you know editors that i have you know you know that i talk through email like even if they don't pick me up for an assignment they always like point that series out and say like this is really really strong and they really command me for it and which you know makes it really rewarding you know so yeah. yeah
0: no that's interesting and like when when you're kind of like doing that project combatants like um like how do you approach these subjects like do you kind of like sit them down and explain what you're trying to do like do you show them photos yeah. you shot before because like as yeah. you're, you're photographing these women as a man um like how do you kind of explain what your goal is with this project, I guess. And did you get any like pushback from some of these fighters or is everyone pretty welcoming? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: you know, like as, 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 as many, as many fighters that I have shot over the years, like there's, you know, even more, you know, people that have rejected the idea. You know what I mean? Like I completely understand that.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, for me, my idea you know, with them was that it, it wasn't necessarily like, um, photograph them as a, you know, as a man or whatever. But yeah, for yeah. me, what, what I find it interesting was the way we portray women in sports. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that we still haven't removed ourselves from objectifying them mm. some. To some degree Mm
2: -hmm. you know
1: what i mean like so like you know the some of the best elite um female athlete would post for swimsuit you know edition for sports illustrated but you don't see like mookie betts do that Mm -hmm. you don't see you know you don't see alex rodriguez does that you know doing that Yep. Or maybe he has, but I don't know. Yeah. Um but um you like but you get my point. Yeah, I mean there's there's always that there's always that a sort of discrimination going on. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to like if, if there are fifty photographers just out there, you know, try to put them in the bathing suit, maybe let me be just that one person, sort of on the side, just kinda of photograph them as, you know, as they are, like right after the workout, just like drenched in sweat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in their t shirts and shorts. Like was you know, and and I you know, I wanted to kind of present the value in that more than anything. Mm. Um and you know, it it was hard to kinda of convince people to do that at first. Yeah. You know, but I think that luckily because, you know, I have you know that that series has been featured um, for a bit, you know, on, like, online and now on, like, gallery, like, art galleries and, you know, because I can, like, sh- I can show them receipts, you know what I mean? So that yeah. people can, like, oh, okay, like, I can trust you. All right, let's do this. I think a lot of them, I mean, a lot of those works, you know, has to build on trust, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and, and I have to, I have to give them as much as i can to have them trust me and you know and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but you know um once once that kind of clicks and you know get to work yeah man so yeah i mean like i was always like interested in you know those like things in sports like that was one of the reason i want you know i shot roller derby uh for a couple years and also you know you know, that was also the reason why I really wanted to photograph the women's professional soccer, you know what I mean? That, sure. you know, there is, there, there, there are so much stories that these athletes have, and, and I, I don't think it's, it gets covered as nearly as much, yeah. you know what I mean? We, we live in a world where, like, all types of news are being just pummeled into you like twenty four seven you know what i mean and, and 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 sports news is no different than any other news I mean maybe even more, you know what I mean, but I think the stories of you know these athletes you know especially female athletes it, you know they are easily being overlooked and they're easily being kind of ignored in a way and you know i i i i if I can Help to kind of shed a light, you know, shed a light on them. Mm. You know, I, I really want to give my best effort to do it. Yeah, so, no, yeah,
0: no, that's interesting stuff, man. And you know, like I've, I, I, with like everything over the last like years, like all the women's movement, and all the marches and stuff. I, I've seen this debate. Mm-hmm. I've seen this debate like on um, photo blogs and on Twitter before, where like female <laughs> photographers will say like. Um, you know like maybe women photographers should like uh, be telling these stories or things like that I've seen that debate and it's like because I see more and more projects where it's like well, I think it's great like the stuff you're doing it's like showing oh, yeah. It. but as like a male have you ever felt like did you ever be like am I am I the right person to be telling this story or what's your kind of view like on that because I've oh, seen yeah. I've seen the debate where female photographers are like they'll be like yeah maybe a woman photographer should have got hired for that and like I don't know what the right answer is, but it's something like I've thought about. And like I don't, I don't know what the right answer is. Yeah. you know,
1: I don't, I don't either. I mean, you know, I don't either. But I strongly believe that there should be more women photographers, especially in sports. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are some great, great women photographers out there. You know, I mean, you know, Hannah Asano is one of the great. I mean, I I love her work. I you know. You know, I look at her work and, you know, always be inspired by her work. And, you know, you know, Jen, you know Jennifer Potter is another one yeah. who's amazing at what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate Opperman, you know, I mean, she is someone who can really navigate, you know, all types of, you know, photography, you know, from sports to editorial to everything. But and, and we need more. We mm-hmm. need more of them in the game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and, and there, there there is there is uh there is a story that only female photographer can tell, yeah. you know, in terms of story of a woman, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and, you know, I, I see, Sometimes I do see a limitation to my work, you know what I mean? Um, you know, as a male photographer trying to tell the female story, yeah. but what I'm trying to do is that rather than, rather than, telling my story through them yeah i just like to have them tell their story through me i think with photographers we often use word storytellers a lot and i think i really want to steer away from that term
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know what i mean i don't think i'm a storyteller because stories are already there like you know whether whether i'm there or not story's always there. There's somebody else who's gonna pick up the story and run with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just happens to be there and, you know, and I'm lucky enough to be there. And you know, I'm gonna do my best to kind of amplify their story, you know, more than anything. Yeah. I mean for me, like way I look at it is that I'm more of a DJ than a rapper. <laughs> I like
0: it. <laughs> okay. You know what
1: I mean? Like I will play the beat. Like yo, I would play the beat <laughs> And you guys rap on that thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I, you know, I'm not a rapper. I'm I'm more of a DJ. I I I, I be I be I will be on the ones and twos, you know, Like right behind, man. Like you know, what I mean, like I, I like mean, it, that's man. how I looking you know. at it. Yeah, man. I, yeah, think, so, I think it's yeah.
0: I, I think it's as good. Like like I said, I don't know what the right answer is. Whatever, but I think it's as good that you're having that dialogue and putting that stuff out there, and people are seeing it. You know, I think that's more than anything. is probably the most important thing. You know.
1: Hmm. Exactly. And I I mean, you know there are, you know, great stories to be tell, you know, and I think as a photographer, you need to find out what that is and help those, you know, help those, you know, with, you know, who wants to tell the story, help those, you know, those people out who wants to tell the story, Mm. you know what I mean? Because visuals matter. I, I think that, you know, more so, more so than now, visuals do matter. You know what I mean? And, 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 you know, as a photographer, this is how, what I believe, you know, personally as a role of photographer is that you need to help people to voice their opinions. You need to help voice, you know, their matter, you mm. know what I mean? And, 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 you know, that's what I like to do. You know, there's a reason why I like to stay behind the camera instead of in front of the camera. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I will give you the microphone and, you know, just tell me a story
0: yeah you like I mean? yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate it man like you're using your photography um for a purpose it's it's like a, a tool to like tell stories it's not just a way to pump some product or mess or some company or something like that you're actually making work that it, like you say you're telling a story and kind of profiling these people so man i respect it uh listen man if the money's right i will product. <laughs> I feel
1: you man. <laughs> listen, man if the
0: money's right i feel the product yeah,
1: yeah. But, you know i uh, yeah. think i mean, there's a, you, you gotta live more than that. You know what I mean? Like, what are you gonna do? It's you know? a, ba- it's, mean, a like, it's a
0: balance. It's a balance. Yeah,
1: exactly. You know, like, you know, I I think that, I mean, me personally, if I think that, like, all I did was you know, all I can show you is the, uh, you know, myriad of photos of, like, a bottles of lotion and a beer can <laughs> and nothing else, and yep. like, what it, like, you know, excuse the language, but what the fuck did i have done like yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like what did i like what have i done you know what i mean like you know there's gotta be more than that
0: mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah for sure man and you know i was so excited to talk to you about like i said at the when we started uh i i uh got introduced to your work uh, What was it 2018 was that uh the boston marathon you came out to boston was that 17 or 18 yeah 18
1: I think it's 17 I think it's almost 2 years ago Yeah
0: yeah and it I was 17. It was a crazy experience because it oh, was like easier. torrential (laughs) downpours yeah runner's world torrential downpours we were both shooting it on that day Um, I guess like what do you remember about that experience like as like a runner and like a runner photographer like the Boston Marathon is so well known Um, I guess what was kind of what do you remember about that experience shooting the Boston Marathon in 2017
1: right that was my first Boston Marathon ever like as a spectator as a photographer um, just anything like, you know, as a runner, like you always hear about people running Boston marathon, like you hear about how special that is. And, you know, um, people in Boston come out and cheer, you know, at the last mile. And like, you, you hear all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, And to finally actually see it in person and to photograph, it was, it was amazing. I, I mean, I, I don't, and, and, Obviously, the weather was just insane. It you know was I mean? crazy. Like, I mean, it, it felt like there was a giant hole in the sky, and, <laughs> and, and there was just a bucket of water just coming down for 12 hours straight.
2: Yeah.
1: Which, you know, and, and I honestly do not remember my ride back to hotel yep. after the after my you know, shoot was done. Like, I think I was coming down to some fever and whatever. But anyways, I mean you you realize how special this is for the city and, and 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 you know, aside from the crazy weather, it was historic race because American women you know won the race mm-hmm. like first time in some odd years, and you know the 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 male winner was sort of just like a people's champ from japan and in the the whole storyline was amazing and like I think that I've seen tons of marathon runner, you know, up to this point, but that was the race that really kind of gave me a new perspective about marathon runners, you know, and, and, and really gave me a new perspective on Boston marathon, you know, how people celebrate that day and like, you know, we had a job to do. Like, you and I had a job to, like, photograph people. Yeah. But there were people just rained on and cheering these people. I'm like, what's wrong with y'all?
0: <laughs> it was <laughs> like, nuts, man. What? Like,
1: what? Like, <laughs> what are these people doing? Like, I know it's a holiday for you guys, but, like, yeah. you guys are actually, like, getting rained on. Yep. Rained on and cheering basically randos. Yep. <laughs> crossing the finish line. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like. Yeah, and and that was incredible sight. And, you know, um, and I, I I said this to, you know, my friends and stuff, but I think that was the day that I kind of grew as a photographer a little bit because, like, whenever things get a little tough on my, on my end, you know, whenever I do an assignment, whether it's a weather matter or whatever, I would always think about that you know think about that day in in boston and say so, you know what like i've shot boston marathon on that day before yeah like this ain't nothing like yeah. i i remember like on the race day there was uh there was a person next to me who covered the marathon for the globe for last 30 years mm-hmm. and he turned to me and said like i've never seen anything like anything worse than
0: today. Yeah, it was it was brutal. So. <laughs> it was brutal. Yeah. But I think that's yeah, what, that's what separates the pros from the amateurs, man. Like if you're a pro photographer, it don't matter what's happening. You just gotta get the shot. The editor, they don't care if it's snowing, raining, if the if the building's yeah. on fire, you just gotta figure out a way to get through it, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. And and that really like I mean, you know, sometimes you feel like being a being a photographer, like you feel like you're on the constant on job training. Yep. you know what I mean. And that wasn't one of the moments where I feel like this is uh this is this is the ultimate on job training. You know what I mean? Okay. Next <laughs> time things like this happen, yep. you need to get your wool socks. You need to get your bean boots. You need to you need to bring more layers. You know what I mean? Like from that to like
2: yeah, man. Like
1: I think like at one point like me getting a shot was completely other question. Like it's just like. How do I just withstand this weather? You know what I mean. Like, so pack, you know, pack everything. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, like that was the that was the day, kind of, you know, gave me a solid, you know, learning, you know, experience on how to become a ghetto photographer. And I so, kind
0: of, yeah. I kind of look at like, obviously, it sucked to stand in the rain all day, but as a photographer, mm-hmm. I almost look at that rain as like a gift. Because yeah. the drama and like emotion and this it this adds so much to the photos. Like honestly, I would rather have shot that than to shoot some like normal sunny day seventy degrees because
1: yeah. just
0: like people's faces and they were this drained and it's just like it just added like this whole other texture than than a normal race, you know?
1: I completely agree, but at the same time, when you're when you cannot feel your toes, that's a whole different problem.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like
1: I (laughs) I love this situation, but I don't know
0: my toes exist right now. (laughs) So
1: what is more urgent?
0: (laughs) Um, do I need
1: to save the shadows. or do I need to save
0: my toes? How do you, how do you, and like you've shot a lot more running than I have, like how do you approach like shooting those races seem like really hard to shoot because there's this like so much in the background, there's so many people, there's usually like, yeah, like branding, like sponsors, logos, and stuff on the sidelines and stuff. Like how do yeah. you, how do you, as like someone who shot a lot of running, how do you approach shooting those races? Like do you have like a way you kind of go about it or how do you do it?
1: I mean, nowadays you can like you know track the runners that you are you know that you need to shoot so that's really good so you can kind of like kind of do a do a little math like you know the the tracking the tracking app is never on the right time but you know the certain runner that you are you know you're assigned to shoot is crossing you know have crossed like a 10 mile mark or like a 5k mark or whatever yeah so now you can kind of guess like okay like next like whatever minutes you know he or she is going to come through get ready for that Mm. you know what i mean so like you can kind of like you know do that and also it's it's kind of like really like patient fishing yeah Like you just have to be ready whole time and just like look through people like through your viewfinder and your zoom in, like see yep. if that person that you are going to shoot yeah. and you gotta be really patient with it and, and 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 just just wait for the moment to happen and it could be stressful mm-hmm. but you know that's what you're signed up for
0: yeah man so, yeah well uh david man it's been like a real pleasure uh talking to you i guess this is my last question like um uh, anything you're kind of hoping to work on in the future or anything you're kind of, any goals uh, coming up or anything like that?
1: Um, I mean, you know, I, I don't say no to a lot of things. So, you know, any work that comes to my way, I will, I will gladly take a look at it and we'll do it. You know what I mean? Like I think that one of the best, um, adv- one of the best advice that I got from when I was in school just was like, you know, don't say no to things, yeah. you know, say yes to everything. Yeah. So, you know, like, I mean, I would love to do, you know, more editorials, whether it's in politics or sports or, you know, like, like that, but, you know, I'm really open to anything. And my goal always has been, you know, somewhat my, my, my goal always has been try to have, you know, sports photography to be accepted more in like fine arts, um, you know, realm. You yeah. know what I mean? I think that, um that i mean again like i i you know i said this you know earlier that there's just so much you know sports photography you know what i mean um there's just abundance of content that it's hard to kind of sift through but you know i like to be someone who could you know you know kind of navigate the both world with what i do and you know hopefully you know things that i do can be accepted in you know not only not only every day you know news cycle or like editorial cycle but you know also in in a fine art world where people can like gather you know a little bit more stories and context out of it and perspective out of it when they sit down in the gallery and look at the photos so yeah that's kind of like my ultimate goal
0: awesome um, so perfect man well i <laughs> can't uh, thank you enough for taking the time and for people listening where's the best place to check out your work david
1: um, my Instagram is, you know, basically works as my, um, daily or not daily, but my, uh, up-to-date portfolio. So you can go at, this is Dizzle, D-I-Z-Z-L-E. Yeah. Uh, otherwise yep. you can just type in my phone name, um, on website, davidjwano.com. Um, um, I, haven't really updated my website, um, for a while, but you know, that's where you can, you know, see some of the highlights of my work. So there you go.
0: Perfect. I'll link it. And thanks so much, man. Thank you, sir. So there you have it. That was the David J. O O. interview. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, like I said, I've been a big fan of David's work for a while now. He's just a really amazing photographer. Always working on really interesting projects, as well as all the editorial stuff he does for magazines like Runner's World and uh, much, much more. Just a really talented photographer. Um, so definitely go check out David's work. Uh, his website is davidj1o.com, as well as his Instagram, which is at this is dizzle that's this is d-i-z-z-l-e lots of cool work he's always posting up there so definitely give him a follow Um, i'll put the link in the description so you can click it there and uh yeah i can't thank david enough for taking the time to come on um hope you guys enjoyed it and as always i'll be having weekly podcasts every monday on itunes spotify as well as my website alexgagnephoto.com and on my Instagram, at AlexGarnierPhoto. Thanks so much for listening, and take care.